What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Three Putt Podcast. Zach and I have an interesting episode for you guys today. Um, it's actually kind of diving into a little bit about what we're gaming um, for 2020. What's in our bag? What ball we're playing? What clubs we're playing? What bag we may be using? Because I think some of that that may be in our bag may be changing. So I think we're, you're going to be interested to hear what we're playing now, what we might be playing in the future. Um, so... Zach, how about we go from the top down? Um, we'll start with driver, and we'll go through, maybe explain a little bit about why we play that driver, did we get fitted for it, all that. Um, you want to start with your driver first? Yeah, perfect. Um, so my my whole bag is kind of a Cobra base, and it kind of starts with driver. Um, so I'm rocking right now the Cobra F9 driver. I absolutely love it. Um, you guys might have heard, if you, if you listen to our stimulus check um, challenge that we did, that was the one club I carried over into that. Um, absolutely love the Cobra F9. Um, the new Cobra Speed Zone is out now. Um, I won't be switching to it. Um, I hear there there's the, the upgrades from the F9 to the Speed Zone are very minimal. Um, so I definitely see me sticking with the Cobra F9 at, at least for, for the rest of the year, if not all of next year. Um, there's some really good upgrades from different companies or really good technology that comes out next. Um, so I'm sticking with the Cobra F9 right now. It's a, um, a nine and a half uh, degree uh, stiff. I think it's a, I think it's an extra stiff um, shaft, and then um, it's just a you know stock handle. But absolutely love that club. How about you? So I wish I had. I actually have a little bit of regrets buying this club. Um, I really love it though, and I hit it good. It's a Taylor made uh, so my regrets are not about the club head; it's about the shaft. So my my, my driver is a Taylor made M2 2017, um, just the regular stock M2 nine to nine and a half degree. I actually think nine and a half degree stiff flex Fujikura shaft, regular standard grip. Um, I just think my swing speed has kind of outgrown the stiff shaft that I have. Because I remember last time we were playing together, I said, you know what? It feels a little bit like whippy. Um, yeah. So I do think that the shaft might be becoming an issue, which I may change out, may do some research, see what I could put in there that would fit. That's a little bit stiffer. Might even try and grab um, a tailor-made X stiff shaft that I could switch out for it. Something that I know would already be compatible. But I, I really like the club head. I hit the club head well. It's adjustable loft. It's got a weight in the back. I, I love the head. I just think I, I need to to change the shaft a little bit. But, I mean, as of right now, I'm hitting it pretty decently. So that may change. It's up in the air. But as of now, that's my driver setup at least. Nice. Did you say that? That's Which model was it? M what? An M2, yeah. So Oh, the M2, okay. Yeah, th- there's been a couple of them recent, like more, much more recent. It's two years old or three years old now. And – um. I actually got it brand new, but a really good deal, almost half price of what it retails for. So that's kind of why I went for it. And I did get, I did still get fitted for that club. It just, that was earlier on when I started playing golf. So I think my swing speed has gotten a lot faster. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So I do think that that might change, but overall the club is really good. And I, it, it's one of my more comfortable clubs in the bag. So yeah, it's not bad. Nice. So go, kind of going down the line, um, next we'll go into fairway wood. So I'm playing 
Once again, Cobra F9. Um, it's a it's a three, I believe, a three wood. Um, absolutely. Once again, love the club. Um, I do think there is better options out there, so it's not something that's definitely going to be in the bag. When I, it's funny when I first started, um, kind of getting my bag together and, and first started playing, I was very set on making sure all my clubs were the same. I liked having um, one one brand, um, but now it's like. You know, we're not sponsored, so I'm going to kind of play what, what's what's best for me, um, whether that be different brands. Um, but I do love this club, Cobra F9, three wood, same shaft, same setup as my uh, as my uh, as my driver, same, you know, black and yellow coloring colorway. Um, absolutely love it. How about you? Um, so, yeah, my three wood is the same as my driver. Um, M2 2017 three wood. It's um, 15 degrees with a stiff shaft, and that club, I, I just I don't I don't really hit three woods, so it's not my most used club in the bag. But that club is really good for me. If if, if I'm gonna play a three wood, it's gonna be that three wood. That's not changing anytime soon. There's no reason for me to change the three wood, considering that I never really hit it. It's not a part of my bag that I feel that I would need to like upgrade at all. Considering yes. these clubs are all I bought them all new, so they're all really really. Um, really well taken care of there's nothing wrong with them at all i'm not sure that there's any reason for me to change out my clubs other than maybe one or two but i, I doubt those will happen because i'm i'm getting comfortable with all of them but yeah that's my three wood um i don't really hit that club that much so it's kind of my most useless club in the bag but it's what i've got so it's not bad taylor made puts out some really awesome stuff um as to woods i i think if i did switch it would probably be to either them or I'm thinking something along the lines of ping, um, but they do put out some awesome stuff. Yep. Um, going into iron, so I'm playing right now, same thing. Uh, I kind of bought everything all together. I'm playing the Cobra F9 irons, the Speedbacks. Um, they are not the one length, so they are you know the standard length clubs for each for each for each club. Um, this is something that I am definitely going to be switching in the future. Um, likely in the near future. Um, I don't even think I'll have them, you know, till till the till the end of the year. Um, we'll we'll see. But they're they're nice clubs, and I definitely think they they had value when when I got them. Um, I did get fitted for them. I, I kind of could have played them or, or something else. Um, actually, the tailor made the M. I think it was M M fives, um, or M fours or something else. But I, I ended up going with the Cobras just because. They, it matched the bag, and uh, as I said before, I, I wanted to play just one brand. But I think I've kind of outgrown it. Um, I, I know we talked about this a little bit earlier, but I, I feel like my swing has definitely changed. Um, my style of play has definitely changed, and I think I would just be a lot more comfortable with something else. So I'll stick with them for now. But um, yeah, I have gap wedge through um, gap wedge through five iron with with those guys. And actually, I skipped I skipped utility. So going back. <laughs> Um, my utility club that I'm using uh, right now is a tailor-made utility club. I'd actually have to look at the name of it. It's not one that is is anything special. It's just an old older tailor-made model. I don't use it that much. It's a rescue club. Um, how about you? What are you playing for utility club? Ah, oh, my favorite club in the bag. So, my my utility my utility club is the tailor-made Gapper Low. Um, yes. Three iron. 
I have it cranked down half a degree to a 18 and a half degree. It's normally stock 19. It is a stiff shaft, KBS shaft. And that club is awesome. I use it so much. I will take less yardage just to hit that over a three wood because of confidence. And we talked a little bit about confidence off the tee in our last episode. So that's my go-to club off the tee. If I don't want to hit um, a driver because a miss is kind of risky, but I don't just, I just don't hit three woods that much. So I'll usually hit that and it's really workable. It's got speed foams, feels super soft, can hit stingers with it. You can play the ball up in the air. So yeah, that's my go-to club. Um, yeah, you man, you've been talking that thing up like it's a smoke show. I, I definitely got to try that one. Um, I definitely need to try that. I think that's I might be switching to something like that. Yeah, you if you hit this, you may think about switching. It was like an, <laughs> it was an instant purchase for me. I was it was that going against the um the TaylorMade UDI when I the yeah. two iron is the P790 UDI and they were going head to head and I was hitting them both and the gapper was a clear winner. Like way blew it out of the water by far the best club for me um that's my most recent pickup of clubs i didn't get that club until about two months ago so yeah it's new in my bag definitely not going anywhere i could see it being in my bag for a long time um another thing that's not going anywhere is my irons they are perfect for me they're another brand so i had taylor made as a theme throughout my woods and my utility club um, my irons are all Callaway, four through pitching wedge. They're the Rogues. I have them in a stiff, I believe it's a True Temper X95 shaft. I'll have to take a look at them. They're on the other side of the room. I don't feel like going to get them. Um, they're, I bought them new, four through pitching wedge, so I don't have a gap wedge in my iron set. I have it otherwise. otherwise. So, yeah, I went with – I took a different approach than you did. I went – total mixed bag i do not have one brand that so if, if taylor made is my woods my wedges and my putter and my irons none of them are taylor made i have a different brand for each section of my bag so my woods are taylor made my irons are callaway my wedges are cleveland and my putters ping but we'll get a little bit more into each one of those clubs but i absolutely love my irons they could be in my bag for multiple multiple seasons multiple years regardless of what may come out I got fitted for them at the PGA Tour store. The fitter was awesome. And at the time, I wasn't super convinced that those were going to be the exact clubs for me. I almost left the store and didn't pick them up because I was a little bit unsure. Because I wasn't hitting them the best out of all the clubs in the simulator. I was actually hitting, oh man, I forgot the name of the ping clubs. It's one of the more recent ones. It's the ping... Uh, I don't remember. Ping, ping I-500, ping I-210. I think it was the, the I-500s. Okay, yeah. Uh, so I was hitting those. I was hitting the AP-2s, and I was hitting um, the Rogue X because he wanted to put the Rogue X and the Rogues head-to-head. And the Rogue X is a little bit more forgiving. Okay. And, and I was hitting the Rogue X's money. By far the best set of clubs I was hitting. However, he was worried that I would outgrow them because they were they were categorized as more of an a game a more of a game improvement style iron yes. than the yep. rogues. They were kind of for higher handicappers. And my game has improved a lot since then. So he said, you know what? I think you should go with the rogues. 
as much as you may not be hitting them as perfect as the Rogex, you're hitting them really solid. So I think you should go with these because you're going to grow into them. You're going to start hitting them really good. And I think the last couple of times we've played, we've been talking about this. Like, man, I'm comfortable hitting my irons now. That's not what I'm going to have to dial in uh, throughout this year. I'm going to have to dial in other parts of my game. But I absolutely love my irons. Great pick. And I think you might want to consider these if you're going to trade in your Cobras because you can get them now used in really good condition. And you can probably probably almost trade your Cobras in straight up for them because they're just a solid iron. And if you can find them used, highly recommend it. They are, you, you're gonna, you, you can even try them. You're welcome to try them out before. But I think you might fall in love with them just as I did. Yeah, I definitely need to check those out. Definitely something I'll, I'll, I'll give a shot. Um, yeah, it's definitely up in the air for me with my irons right now. I think it's going to be something I need to go and get refitted for, um, which is another episode we need to talk about in the future is getting fitted doesn't matter. Um, Absolutely. Going on, um, done with irons, we'll kind of go into wedges now. So wedges I started playing was I originally started playing Mizuno. They've kind of adapted over time now. Um, I, I'm a huge, you know, both of us I would agree with this. I, I know, but it's something that can be difficult for a player who just plays on the weekends to to do. But I'm a huge believer that wedges should be updated as much as possible um, because you got to yep. have fresh grooves and your game, especially wedge play, is going to change uh, quite often with your with your style. And uh, so with that being said, I was playing Mizuno, um, and I really love those wedges. Um, I'm slowly now integrating Titleist wedges into my bag, and I absolutely love the Titleist wedges way, way more. Um, so I've, I've introduced one. So the wedges I have are a 54, 58, and 54, 56, and a 58. Um, so it's kind of a tight grouping there. Um, but I just introduced the Titleist 56 degree into my bag. And it's all I use, basically. I try not to use the 58 or 54, uh, and I should be, um, but I just don't like the feel of them anymore. So I'll either just open up the face or hood the face um, of my Titleist club. So I'll definitely be integrating Titleist wedges now. Um, the new, the the newest ones, the Titleist... Oh, man, I can't remember the exact names of them, but the Titleist... The, it's the, I think for the SM8s, yes, right? Yes, the SM8s. Um, which I hear the SM7s and the SM8s are very closely grouped together, but I will definitely be taking a look at the SM8s this year um, as to introduction into my bag. What wedges are you playing? So I have two different types of wedges. Um, my gap wedge is the Cleveland CB. It's the cavity-backed wedge. I forgot. I think it's a CBS. Yes, yep. It's a 50-degree. That club is really solid. Um, I don't hit it as much as I should. I probably am more prone because of how much I love my irons to just take a little bit off my pitching wedge. But, I mean, it's a really good club. My brother, who I play with almost always, he loves that club. He swears by it. He hits it all the time. I bought that club dirt cheap. It's like $130 retail, somewhere in that range. It's above 100 And I got it hit once as a demo club for like, 35 40 That's bucks ridiculous. so i stole that club uh shout out to edwin watts not a sponsor but they gave me a great deal on that club and then so that's my 50 degree gap wedge my sand wedge is a 54 loft and my 58 um is my lob wedge both of these are the same club they're blacked out rotex for cleveland's so i have cleveland throughout my wedges but i went with a, a more forgiving gap wedge 
and then a blade on my sand wedge and lob wedge. Um, and those are fairly new. I got those toward the end of last year, sometime in November, early November, maybe late October. So those got fresh grooves. I could see them staying in the bag probably close to the end of the year. I mean, unless something unforeseen happens. But I've been trying to dial those in uh, as much as I can. Of course, now we're not able to practice. Yeah. But I really do like those clubs. Um, I got Once again, I got fitted for all my clubs throughout the bag, maybe with the exception of putter because I kind of just picked the one I like the <laughs> yeah. most. But, but yeah, I, I could see those staying in my bag. I like the mixed bag because I'm able to play exactly what's good for me. Um, I don't feel bound to one brand, considering that none of us are sponsored. I feel that I can pick the clubs that are suited for me, and all the clubs are, as much as they have maybe changed in or out of my bag. Um, I do like all the clubs in my bag, so yep, yeah, I'm continuing down through my wedges. I like all of them, um, but yeah, I I really like your pick of the SM8s if you're going to refresh your wedges, because. All around, they're a go-to wedge. They're easy to get your hands on, but they will they will do you well. They're they're a great wedge, consistent. Everybody knows Vokies are old faithful. They're reliable. They're tested on tour and successful. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see where where you go with those wedges. I I would probably want to try them um, to see whether or not they're a huge upgrade from my wedges and if they would be worth changing, but I think those are going to be staying through most of 2020, considering that I like most of my bags. Yeah. Cleveland puts out some good stuff. Um, they they can get a bad rap as kind of like a beginner, um, wedge, but I think that they are a wedge, as you mentioned, can stick with a guy, you know, for a long time. They can be very useful. Um, I think those are great. Those are great wedges there. Um, the Mizunos I didn't mention that I, that I was playing are the S 18s. Um, so I just want to mention that going into putter. So my putter is newer on the newer side and I absolutely love it. Um, beforehand, I, I used to always play an old Nike putter and absolutely love that putter as well. Still have it. But the putter I am now playing is a Scotty Cameron. I'm playing a um, select Newport three and it has hugely changed my ability to put the ball strictly um, from feel off off of the club face and then also confidence looking down um it something about a scotty cameron i know they're crazy and you know i know they're expensive um and it's not something most players would think to spend that much money on a putter i think differently i think you should spend um uh, the same amount of money you spend on any of your other clubs um and i think that's strictly from a confidence viewpoint when you look down and see it it's just you 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 feel like you can just stroke it and the ball's going to go in the hole every time Absolutely love that putter. Um, I didn't get fitted for it. Um, I just liked the Scotties. Um, and I feel like putter something you can almost fit yourself because I feel like putting such a mental and, and confidence game um, that you need to be able to look down and, and, and like I mentioned before, feel confident looking down at it. So it's something you almost just have to go try out a couple of them on your own. And uh, this one was even better because it was a gift to me on my wedding day. Um, so this this is a pretty awesome gift. Um, but I've got Scotty Cameron, Newport 3. What you got? So your putter's amazing. It's gorgeous. It gives you swagger when you're putting. Yeah, pretty sick putter. Um, you're confident. <laughs> if you can get your hands on a Scotty Cameron, 100%, go for it. 
Yep, you're gonna intimidate whoever 100%. your playing partner is. Um, it's funny because when I was getting fitted for my driving iron, the the place I was getting fitted at, it's a small local golf shop. I really love this place. Um, they had a bunch of they had a wall of used putters, and I love looking at putters. So I just went down the wall and I looked at every Scotty and every price, and I was so close to buying one, but. At the last second, I was like, you know what? I really don't need one of these because the putter I have is really solid. So I like what you mentioned about um, fitting yourself for putters because I, I did get fitted for a putter. It was part of my complete fitting that I got. And actually, before I continue on the topic of putters, I wanted to mention something about my driver that I forgot to mention to you earlier. I got fitted by a guy who was a representative for Callaway, a field rep for Callaway for my drive for my woods my wood fitting was a fitting by a callaway rep and he fit me for the tailor made that's pretty too. sick so yeah that actually it, it kind of convinced me to buy yeah. them because that the fact that he was showing me an m2 um even though he was completely playing callaways he was a representative for callaway showed me how solid of a driver they are and and they've proven to be a, a solid driver. But going back to my putter, I have a ping, um, a ping answer Sigma G. I think is the model. Um, what was really cool about this putter when I almost I, I was putting it up against another ping putter, the other ping putter that I almost chose had an adjustable. Um, it, it was adjustable in its length, so it could go anywhere from like thirty inches to thirty eight. Which what I thought was absolutely sick. If I can, if I had any more growing to do, I would have probably gotten that putter. But I'm done growing, um, so I went with the 35 inch. That's because that's what I got fitted yep. for. That's what I knew my size was, and I am strongly a blade player. I will almost only putt with blades because I just like the way they look behind the ball. I can't, I can't get comfortable with the mallet. I almost – I was looking at a couple of putters. So I was looking at some some Newport 2s. I looked at – those are Scotties for anyone who may not be familiar. I looked at um, the TaylorMade Spider X yeah. putter. And that putter felt incredible. But I just couldn't get over the look of it. I know what you so mean. So I ended up going with – yeah. I ended up going with not the most expensive putter because I could have spent a lot more on a putter. Um, the Ping – answer only retails for like 170 which in the world of putter that's on the lower end um but i just i like the way it feel i was constant I, I was confident when i was putting with it um and it's proven to be pretty good of course putting is not my strongest suit so i could probably dial that in a little bit more but i'm comfortable with the putter i've got so at that point it's not about the equipment it's about me um I'm, i love the putter i have a square grip on it which I'm not sure, maybe we'll get into what grip you have on yours, but I have a square grip on it, which doesn't usually mesh well with blade putters, but this was actually the stock grip, the Ping Pistol 60. Love square grips, keeps me aligned. So that's the setup for my putter. I actually do like shorter putters, so I may end up altering it, getting it cut down to 34. Yeah. But I... There's nothing wrong with it. I love that putter. It's it was my choice. I fitted myself kind of for that putter. It was my favorite. Yeah, one. I really like ping putters. Those are probably um top top three on my list of, of putters. Um 
along with Odyssey. I really like Odyssey. Um, yep. My the original yes, blade. Yes. Um, my uh, my grip is just the standard Scotty Cameron grip on my putter. The nice thing about is about the putter is too um, that I wanted to mention is if you spend a little bit extra money on it, even Lucas's putter, it, it's on the lower end of spectrum for retail putters, but it's still it'll last you pretty much your entire golfing career. Um, you know, right up yep. until it'll last you a long time. Let's just put it that way. So if you put a little bit of money into it, um, buy something that you really, really like, and you, you can see yourself using for a long time because it's going to last you forever. Um, so it's not like a wedge where you have to kind of constantly repurchase them or, or irons where you kind of got to repurchase them every few years. And even the same with the driver putter will last a long time. So spend some money on it and, and enjoy it. Yeah. Make sure it's one you're going to want to keep in your bag Correct. for a while. Um, especially if you're purchasing your own clubs and you're not sponsored by a brand um, like we are, where all of these clubs we've chosen to be put in our bags, which is why I think we um, really look forward to playing with them, maybe with the exception of your irons because you're not too fond of them right now. But, yeah, I think from driver down to my putter in my bag, I, I really like them all. Um, I can see them being in my bag for a considerable amount of time. And I think you feel the same way about most of your bag. Yeah. Um, of course, you you have some older wedges, which you know you're going to be changing out, but at least you you know what you're going with. And I think those Titleist, you're probably going to stick with those for a yeah, while, will be. whether or not you upgrade to the next model, because I think that's a wedge that, I mean, it's Titleist make great wedges. We all know that. Yes, so. absolutely. So going into um, ball and bag, I play a Cobra. I, I have a Cobra cart bag right now, and I really like it. I, I love cart bags because that's mostly what i play on a cart um i do love to walk a course and i would walk it more if i could not if i could i would walk I, I should walk it more um but we always end up just doing cart because i tend to play with other people and nobody else wants to walk um so i have a cart bag got yep. plenty of room in it it's a cobra um it's not the latest cobra i have to look up but it's gray it's really sick and then um my ball that i'm playing is I'm playing the Chrome Triple Tracks. I originally played the Titleist, um, the Titleist ball that I that escapes my mind right now. The, the ABX, yes, the ABX. Right? Thank you. Um, so I originally played AVXs and really liked that ball, but the Triple Tracks have proved to be just as much distance, really great feel around the greens. I think we've talked about this and the. The amount of help it gives me on the putting green overmatches everything else. I love the way the ball looks when I set it up. Um, the three lines really help me with my lines on the greens. And as long as it's keeping the same amount of distance and the same feel off the club face for me, I'm going to keep sticking with that ball. Absolutely love it. Chrome triple tracks. Um, highly, highly, highly recommend them. Um, how about you, Lucas? Ball and bag. Great, great choice on the ball. So, the ball I'm probably going to be going with, of course, I'm not buying any balls right now because I'm not playing or on lockdown. But so I, I kind of just used up all my high end balls and I kind of have a couple of, of balls that I don't worry about losing if I'm playing like a really hard course or a course that I don't know. So I'm kind of up in the air on the ball, but I actually think the ball that I'm going to be playing consistently is the ball that we chose for this or, or I chose for the stimulus check. Um, builds a, a set and that was the the 2019 Taylor made oh, nice. picks eight um Taylor made TP5 picks and it had those like red decals on them I really love how that helped me line up putts 
even though it didn't have lines, um, I, I think we chose our ball for the same exact reason, even though they're different balls. I really like really like that ball. Um, I found a couple on a course. I've never actually bought a pack of them. So that's probably the ball I'll be going with. The ball and the bag are actually the most uncertain part of my my yeah. setup right now. I have a walking bag. It was really cheap. I don't it, it is what it is. It's average. I I couldn't even tell you what's special about it. It literally just holds <laughs> my clubs. Yeah. Um but I I'm a huge fan of stand bags. I what I originally wanted and I just didn't feel like looking for it because I needed a thing to put my clubs in ASAP. I bought my clubs before I bought my bag. Probably not the smartest idea, but I just needed something to get my clubs in. I wanted a a walking bag with a stand with 14 slots in it for each one of my clubs, but that's not that's not what I have. It's got like four or five slots. I can't remember. Um I don't it, that bag's eh whatever. I kind of do want a cart bag. I've had my eye on a couple of tailor-made ones that have gone down on clearance recently because they were from 2019 and the 2020 ones have come out. So that might be changing in the future, might go to a cart bag. Um, but I'm definitely going to keep the the stand bag in case I end up walking. Of course, we have a bunch of like little par three courses around here. So that would be useful then because I don't want to have to lug around a big cart bag or use one of those like pulleys. Um, I'd rather just use the, the carry bag that I have. It does me well. I mean, it, it, it gets the job done, but that might change to something nicer in the future. Yeah, I uh, I definitely think you need to up your uh, bag swag because it's – Yeah, that, bag that's swag gonna is be huge. really that's, that's huge in walking up to a course. No matter how good or bad you are, got to have a sick bag. And kind of going back to ball, um, I know a lot of high handicap players, a lot of mid handicap players, they play a ball that's um, – just a, any random ball that they find, and sure that that's helpful because we we do lose balls. Um, we're not we're not amazing players. We're not going to have the same ball from from hole one to hole eighteen. But I think it's hugely important to play a ball that that works well for you, and to play a ball that's not beat up and not waterlogged. Um, if you find a ball out of the water or these balls that are refurbished, um, sure they're great and you can get a bunch of them. But most of the time, those refurbished balls. You will lose a lot of distance on. Um, you'll lose a lot of um, basically softness around the green. Um, and so I, I think it's hugely important to, one, make sure you go with a new ball, even if it is something that's not super high quality like a Strixen um, or, or super expensive like a Strixen. You can find some really nice balls that are that are on the cheaper end of things. I just highly recommend that they're new. Yeah. Um, I actually think that that's a whole episode in itself, like testing re- refurbished yes. Pro V1s versus um, new Pro V1s or, or whatever ball we choose. But I think refurbished versus a, uh, a a new ball could be a really cool on-course test to, to do. If you guys want to see that, please let us know. Um, but yeah, I, I, I agree with you about the ball. I think it's important to play um, a good ball or at least the ball that you're comfortable with whatever that ball may be that's kind of the theme throughout the bag is play what you feel good playing it doesn't have to be the most fancy ball the most fancy exactly. bag or the most fancy clubs the most exactly. fancy driver it doesn't have to be the latest and greatest at all times as long as you're hitting it well and you're confident using those clubs then there's nothing exactly. wrong with them if, if they're not inhibiting uh, and uh, restricting your your playing skills or your scoring in any way, then I'm all for sticking with with what you got. Um, I meant to ask, 
what about like any gear you have, like a rangefinder? Because I'm currently not playing with any of them. I kind of just use GPS um, on my Apple Watch, which I have a free app that's like really good. Um, it has like some upgrades that you can pay for. And it, it has on-course GPS on my Apple Watch. So I don't have like a rangefinder or anything. Um, but and, and gloves, not that important. I just play a basic Callaway glove. But I was wondering if, like, what rangefinder you might play or any gear that you might have that you like to Yeah, a um, couple things that I always like to have on me when I play. Obviously, you have tees and things. But um, the rangefinder I have is just actually a general rangefinder that I would use, like, if I were to, to go hunting. Um, so it's on the cheaper end of things, but it works great. Um, you basically just point it at the flag and click the button, and it, and it gives you the, the distance. I originally played with a... You know, I, I had a phone and I tried playing with a watch on, but I can't play with the watch on. It doesn't work for me. Um, and so I do like the idea of just using your phone for distance. I think that works really, really, really well. But for some reason for me, I, I kind of have to have my phone away when I play. Otherwise, it distracts me and my whole game is off. Um, so I know if I had my phone out with all those ranges on it, I would end up just doing something else on it. So for me, I like to have the phone put away. Um, and then I can just use the rangefinder for distances. I try not to as much as possible to help work on my, my mental game, just being able to figure out the distance, but that never works out. <laughs> that never works out quite right. So, um, I'm, I, I have that on me. Um, any other tools that I have or any other, um, I think that's pretty much it for like other gear that I really use, um, that often. I, I play all Nike clothes though. Always, I, I all yeah. Nike, Nike glove, Nike shoes, Nike clothes. It's all got to be Nike. Yeah, I'm all for Nike golf shoes for sure. I'm actually um, really into sneakers. So my golf shoe collection is sure to be growing, considering that Jordan brand is making some really Very sick true. golf shoes. But um, yeah, I'm all for Nike, Nike clothes and Nike shoes. Um so I think that wraps up nicely what we're playing, what we may plan to play, or any changes that might take place. Um, if we do have changes, by the end of the year, I'm sure we'll have an updated Absolutely. Um, what's in the bag, if anything changes, majorly, or whatever we haven't mentioned so far. Um, I guess maybe we'll conclude this one with a this or that. And let's see. What do we want to put to head-to-head? -head? So we want to take the wit. Well, I guess we took different things hmm what do, what do you what do we want to put head to head uh, so, i guess let's stick with the theme of clubs. yeah absolutely that's what i'm thinking i'm thinking we should we should stick with with club and i'm thinking we should kind of go course and club here so let's let's do this for you this one's for you specifically unlimited supply of fresh wedges okay or your that is going so that's your this Unlimited supply of fresh wedges versus the opportunity to play Pebble Beach once a year, only one time every year. Oh, this can be for me, so, too, because it's wedges. Yeah, let's do it. So wedges or Pebble Beach once a year. Hmm. It's a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I think you've kind of stumped me um, because I one of my dad's really good friends, he actually lives out by um by in california by pebble beach and so i really want to go out there and play that's that an course. expensive like, round too you know that, that is an incredible course but i mean new gear all the time it's just calling my name i'm gonna have to go with the new wedges just because 
they they're they improve your game. There's so many nice courses that you could play also. So playing the course for me is probably not as high on my list considering that maybe I'll just show up there and play once a year. But um yeah, I'd probably go with the gear with fresh wedges because that's that's kind of more essential to the game in my opinion. I, I think I, I can see both ends of the spectrum. Um especially because like the second you need a new wedge you just have one. I'm gonna yeah. take playing Pebble Beach once once a year for free. Um and strictly because uh, kind of looking at that at a value standpoint, um, I think wedges, you're not going to end up spending $1,000 on wedges unless you're playing a lot of golf. Um, but for the amount of golf I play, I don't think I'll be spending $1,000 on wedges. Um, so me, how many times I have to switch up wedges can be, I can make that less. And I think playing Pebble Beach for free, um, it's like $1,000 to play. Um, I think uh, I would take that because that course looks absolutely sick yeah it's interesting um i actually when i was thinking when you had first proposed this this or that i was i was almost certain i was gonna take playing the course but then i thought about like well what if i want to make a change to like the lofting well i instantly have all the the wedges that's that very I want. true or like i want to go out and hit on the range and see what clubs are actually best for me i can hit any loft i want and just pick whatever I want and the rest I can just keep and interchange throughout the year to make sure I'm always playing fresh, fresh clubs. So I think it's interesting how we have both um, different perspectives on this or that. I think that's, that's something that we should keep going throughout the podcast. Um, and hopefully you guys are enjoying these little segments that we're throwing in at the end. We'll continue to do the player versus player until we run out of players um, or until we have no more ideas on what to do for this. Or yes. That. And I was um, thinking too, what we'll do is once, once we kind of run out of players is we'll take your top guy and we'll take my top guy. And then we have to kind of do a discussion on why we think which one is, is a better name for golf. Yeah. And maybe we'll have um, any of our listeners vote through Instagram or some other means, but yeah, we'll, we'll let's see who comes out on top. Uh, of those player versus player battles it's, they're really fun guys thank you so much for listening we appreciate it um we're really enjoying putting out this content for you guys to keep you guys entertained during this lockdown and hopefully for a long time after um we'll continue to get this out as frequently as possible um, we really hope you enjoy and give us a follow on instagram if you have not already our podcast is available on almost every platform that you could possibly imagine. So we thank you all for the support for listening and uh, signing off now, Zach, you want to hit them with our catchphrase? Absolutely. So once this whole thing is over, you guys are going to go out, take your ball out, take a look at the course. It's been a while since you've played, set your ball down. First thing you're going to do, look at it. You're going to say night, night ball, smack it. Second thing you're going to do is take a provisional. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time night night ball signing out